You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Jay Spencer King, and this is The Chop Up, and y'all know how we do it. Normally, it's, the, it's for the hard way out here, but today, it's just going to be Bonnie and Clyde. We got your boy, Jay Spencer. We got your girl, K-Gun, holding it down tonight for my man, Steros for the girls, and, and my homegirl, A-Dubs, Big Dubs, because we had two Big Dubs, and we about to have another one tomorrow. What's up, K-Gun? Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. How are you? Um, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Come on. It's New Year. Did you do anything fun yesterday or no? I recovered yesterday. Yesterday was a I haven't so I I, I haven't been um I'm not COVID or I, I didn't have COVID, but I was under the weather like for real. So I was like, um it's kind of why I've been a little quiet just in general. I've just been trying to get better. So uh yesterday I took the day to kind of just hydrate, lay there, and uh I, I'm I'm planning on doing that as soon as we hop off this too. Same same plans for today. Like, oh my god, I hydrate for so. <laughs> you do have a good because the way we know how Buffalo parties for home games, and this is the last one, uh, well, regular season because I'm sure we're gonna have something going on in the playoffs. So, um, where are you tailgating at tomorrow? We got the Jets too. I thought the Jets was away. No, I already went to the away Jets, so the next Jets game is at home. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, see, see, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't live there no more. I'm just, I'm just out here fake news, you know, propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to Buff Up, my man, my man Steve was on um, the show with Joe Miller, the Time to Shine, just a minute ago, and he's been calling me president, governor, like any, any, <laughs> any type of like leadership position he could call me, he's been calling me that. Now he's saying Julius Caesar. <laughs> shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Renaissance man who's in the chat too. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's get right into. It. Well, first, I ask you, where are you going to tailgate tomorrow? What's going on? Um, I think we're going back to the Mafia House again tomorrow. Okay. So partying with Anthony Pancho's army. It's Tay's birthday tomorrow, so we're gonna have okay. uh, some some birthday cupcakes and stuff for her. And uh, okay. yeah, we, you know, the squad is. Come on, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make sure tonight because normally I leave y'all alone uh, for the with the tailgating and all that stuff. I'm gonna have to video call one of you and make sure I get to t- tell Tay happy birthday. That's my homegirl. Tay funny. Yeah, Tay's she's funny. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we have to run through a line though, because it's supposed to like super snow tomorrow. It's actually it's raining out right now. It's supposed to turn to snow in like an hour, and then it's snowing right through to like nine o'clock tomorrow. I think I saw. So like you might have to run through some of us because you're gonna have to try and catch somebody that has their phone in their hand or like doesn't have gloves on. And it, I'll so tell you, it's not gonna be me. <laughs> but but let me but let me ask you because this is this is a real question. You love me, right? We're friends. You love me. Yeah, I love okay. you. Okay, and I feel like you do. You tell me that, and I tell you that, and I believe you. Yeah. Why would you ever try to encourage me to move back there with that? Like you're talking about this snow. <laughs> like what is going on? Listen, different different strokes for different folks, right? Like I like the snow. I like it. I wanted the rare even though I won't lie, I got when I went down to Florida last week for, for Christmas, I was sitting uh-huh. next to the pool in like eighty degrees on Christmas Day and I was kinda like, Yeah, oh, this is kinda nice, you know. <laughs> 
I'm like, good grief. Like every time I talk to somebody at home now, it's like, oh, it's raining today. Oh, is it? we had, I know you had a stretch there where it was like the sixties, like, and it was just weird for December. But yeah. then like, once it's starting to hit now, it's starting to hit. And I'm just like, I know Joe loves me. I know Kristen loves me. I know Ange loves me, but they keep encouraging me to just do something that they know just isn't. Anyway, moving on. Move. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just want you to come home. That's all. <laughs> My man Joe says, "Bring spits home." No, so. <laughs> listen. We're gonna gang up on you enough that you'll eventually do it. I, I just have. Listen, y'all got me for the home opener every year, I promise. And then there's obviously other sprinkled visits in. Like this year, I feel like I was home a lot this year. Yeah, you were. You were. Listen, what about this? What if? What if you moved home and during tailgates, we'll get you one of those little plastic bubbles, you know, like you know that they do for like outdoor dining and we'll just stick like a heater in it and you can just sit in there all on your lonesome, but we'll make it a clear one so we can walk by and wave at you and stuff. There's solution. I mean, so, well, if that's going to be the case, then I'm gonna have to buy two seats at the, at the opener at the, or at the uh, stadium, because I'm going to need to have space for my bubble. I'm not leaving the bubble. Because it's the the bill, even with the new stadium, the bills are refusing to put a roof. Like, why are we? Why are we so anti-roof in Buffalo? Like, let's let's just build a dome. I mean, we've had this conversation, and I'm back to being on the fence only because Josh Allen refused to admit whether he'd like a dome or not. So, which I think that means that he would. I like sitting in snow games. I don't know. I've done it since I was a kid. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of comments saying that that's whack. It's fine. I like it. The 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 snow game against the Colts will be to the day that I die my favorite game that I ever sat in ever. It was wild. It was wild. Let me. And I made it okay. fun. So so I hear you. I hear you, and I understand why a lot of you enjoy it. Anthony um, from Poncho's Army loves it. He always he he loves to hunt and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. but here's the reason why I'm a little disappointed in your answer just then, because like I talked to you after like a day and a half, two days after the game. When I was I was actually in town for it, but I didn't go Uh, the first Patriots game where the wind and all that stuff. Your face like your face got like wind burned like it was it was like frozen for two days. And you're still going to sit here and say you prefer metal scars. I am out of those. Those are metal scars. (laughs) (laughs) I also will notice you haven't talked about how tan my face is from sitting in Florida. Well, we we was gonna get there because I was gonna talk about you know our New Year's and Christmas trips and stuff. We but so I'll get there. I'll get there. But I'm just saying I'm a little disappointed in the whole uh, you know you're on the fence thing. I thought you would be. I really thought you would be in the camp of a dome real quick. My man Jason Taylor says, Spence, you can't miss winters, can you? Hell no. Like let me just reiterate. Hell no. Like capital H, capital E, and two capital L's. Like hell no. No no no. No. And uh, Celeste talking about snow games mm-hmm. versus uh, is better than rain. Or, OK, I, I tell you what, you're right. You know what's better than all of those games? Clear weather. That's what's better. Like when you're sitting there and you don't have to deal with any of it. But whatever, whatever. Look, so we just um, we, we ended our season series with the with the New England Patriots. They got us the first game in Buffalo or in Orchard Park. We got them and uh, the second game. First, before I get into any of it, what are your what are your what are your closing thoughts now that is over with? We don't have to see them anymore unless we see them in the playoffs. Where do where do you stand with the Patriots right now? 
same place as last week. I'm still always going to hate the Patriots. I hate the Patriots. I hate Bill Belichick. I hate their fans. I hate them all. I'm glad that we won that game. And I'm glad that we kind of stopped all of them in their tracks, saying that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that were still going off the fact that, like, we lost that game and they won. And uh, the taking the weather out of that entire scenario and letting us prove who we are as a football team was one of the strongest things that I think we did this entire season. And it's not just because it was against specifically the Patriots. Had that game been against any one of our other division rivals, I would have still felt the same way. If we would have lost the first one, then came back and proven ourselves in the second one. I love that for us. Well, I think, well, I hate them. Like I said, just straight out. I hate them real quick. I want to pause and shout out Anthony. Uh, he said, or Andrew, I'm sorry. Good grief. Andrew. Um, he says his daughter is sick. So he wanted to stop by and say, Hey, go bills. Hey man, praying for your daughter, praying for you. I hope everybody is safe and, and well, uh, go bills, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow. It should be a dub. It should be a dub. But as far as me, when it comes to these Patriots, I, I can't stand them, it, you know, mm-hmm. it, but it's for different reasons now. So like my, it's going to sound weird to even say, but like my favorite Patriot, uh, the guy I like the most is Matt Judon. And then like, we see him with some cheap shots, kind of like tripping Josh. And and, um, wasn't he the tripper? He was the tripper. Yeah. And I also saw a screenshot somewhere that he didn't deny that he did that. Somebody called him and he thanked him for it. Yeah. He was like, thanks dude. Or whatever, however he worded it in the thing. But so for me, I've been liking Matthew Judon before he was a Patriot. Like I've liked Mm -hmm. him for a, a while now. And I wanted him to be a Buffalo Bill over this past um, offseason. Goes in New England and I still, you know, you know how I am. Like, I, I like the guys that I like. When, I, when I'm when i a fan, I stick with you. Uh, Cam was there and I, I went and I have two Cam Newton Patriots jerseys. I don't have a Judon jersey, but like, I, I, I'm, that's how I am. I got an OBJ jersey. I got whoever. He just disappointed me so much. And then, so from that perspective, you still see like, yeah, new uh, Tom Brady's not there. You don't have like the old guys from yesteryear. You don't have um, Gronk down there like nose diving or putting an elbow to the back of Trey White's head anymore. But it's still it's like same old Patriots. It's all it's still the same little dumb stuff that they do. The little tricks that they try to get over on the refs, and they it's the same stuff. So I can't stand them for that stuff. But I'm not. I feel like. I'm I'm in a different place than most of our fan base. Um, there's still there's still a feeling that it's like a rivalry or like you know there's reason to be nervous about them to some extent. I'm not nervous about the Patriots at all. Like, and I don't even care about whatever growth their quarterback their quarterback might experience. I'm I'm really at the point where I'm just like, no, we're better. We have the best quarterback in the division. We probably depending on who you talk to and and just depending on what criteria you're using we have a top three quarterback in the league so i'm damn sure not worried about any of the quarterbacks in our division so to me the best quarterback typically wins their division i'm not worried uh how when you when you talk about mac jones now when you talk about um you know just for the foreseeable future josh mac jones and then the other two guys i don't even know how it's going to be for miami and the jets coming up but as far as that where are you at when it comes to the quarterback rankings and stuff like that Mac Jones, who? Mac Jones, who? I'm not. Mac Jones does not scare me at all. That yeah. I completely agree with you. I'm not afraid of him at all, and especially after what we saw last week. Just kind of a follow up to the first week with the bad weather game. There, even with good weather for him, there was nothing there, and I, I, I think it was really telling for him. I'm not. No fear. No fear in him. 
I, I just I, I don't understand where the fear comes from, because then you watch national TV, like you watch all the other um, whatever shows and they're like, Mac Jones is the man. Mac Jones is this. And then even, you know, every Monday or Tuesday, depending on when the game is, I always do like my victory Monday or, or even if it's a loss, I do my thoughts. And one of the thoughts that I had on there, um, I was just talking about how like, you know, no, you know what? It wasn't even part of the thought. It was a completely separate conversation where I was just saying, like, it, the the thing that I enjoy about this is that Patriots fans now have to admit, or even if they don't want to admit it, like they're realizing that we have the best quarterback and they're not going to beat us for a long time. They might get a game. They might do, you know, but they're not going to be better than us for a long time. And in my comments, you know, you got people like, well, you know, Mac Jones had a better rookie year than Josh rookie year. So he's going to be better. And I don't understand why people seem to think that Josh's trajectory for his career is going to be the same for every other rookie in the world. Um, but it, Mac Jones and Josh Allen are two completely different type of prospects. So I'm just, again, I'm just not scared of them. I don't think that, um, I don't care how much you work out his arm strength. You can get stronger as a person, but the arm strength, when you throw the ball, it just doesn't really increase that dramatically to where you're going to be like, Oh, he, he's, he has a cannon like Josh. Cause if so, don't you think that, Chad Pennington back in the day would have learned how to throw with a stronger arm. Don't you think that um, Nathan Peterman would have said, you know what? I'm not getting kicked out this league for throwing five interceptions and a half. I'm going to figure out how to get the ball out to the, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me, but there's a good segue to where I wanted to go this week with all those conversations, Patriots fans and bills fans have been like more than normal at each other. Like I've even seen like they were coming at my man, Matt, Matt and Ryan, both of them, they were in their comments. They were coming at Sal. Like people were coming at, I'm in on my mute thing though. Like I've been muting and blocking like with ease. It it ain't even been a thought, but have you been experiencing any of the the negativity from the Patriots fans? Um, I think that my, my filter game (laughs) has also gotten really good. So I didn't see much on the timeline. I did, however, end up with quite a few of them in my, in my DMs, um, which was kind of fun because I really didn't say anything super awful on the timeline. And so you could tell that they were just scraping for something. They were scraping they go for down. something. They yeah. go down in the DM. Yeah, they, I, had one in my, I had one in my DMs yelling about how our language. Um, dog trash poverty franchise. So as soon as we won that game, I actually put that one. That's the first time I've really gotten petty. That's the, okay, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> That's no, I saw the first that time one. I've ever really gotten petty with like an opposing fan base. And I was like, you know what? You're right. How's my poverty franchise doing, pal? With that big dog. See, I'm all good with the I'm all good with the, the trash talking. Like just like the regular, oh, we beat you, yeah. or we better. The part the, the thing that's getting me is like these people just like don't know how to quit. It, and it's oh. like they're taking it way further, but it is it too. Like they'll, they'll go yeah. through that and then they'll like slow, like throw in like a personal slam at the end. And I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> but, but then the, the even funnier thing for me about these Patriots fans. So like, did you hear um, like all the reaction radio? So like when fans were calling into the radio stations out there in, in Boston and, or the new England area. No, I didn't catch it. Well, I, I heard a little bit of it. I think I caught like a, a blip on the timeline. Oh my God. Like there was one that was extremely funny. That was having a meltdown. And I, I did yeah. that one. I wish I, you know what? I wish I could find it. I'm, I'm going to pull that up while, while we're talking. He's like, he has a rag arm. Yeah. He can't throw the rag. ball all over the yard. Like it was the, it was the best. It was just, he had a rag arm <laughs> and I, I just loved every bit of it. Um, and, but, but the thing is, it's like, 
Patriots fans, when they're not talking to us, they're realistic about it. They know mm-hmm. Mac Jones is not Josh. Like, they know it. Yeah. Shout out to my man Chris Jenkins. He's in the comments said, what's up, Jay Spence and Kristen Kemmick? He, he put your whole government out there, though. He didn't even want to go with the K-Gun. <laughs> Uh, T-Dob says I'm more concerned about the Jets quarterback he has an arm like Josh good thing that the Jets organization is dysfunctional Uh, I don't know if I'll go as far as to say he has an arm like Josh but I do think he's the better prospect out the two I just think that Mac Jones is in a far better situation the Patriots were able to spend you know 100 and what 140 mil in, in free agency last year so they got you know, I just think he's in a, in a far better situation. Uh, how do you feel about that comment? Because we actually face them next week. So uh, the, the Jets is a, a good conversation to kind of have. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the Jets were so down at the bottom of the list. Honestly, I didn't pay too much attention to them this year because they were never anybody that I felt was going to be a threat. The Titans might feel otherwise, but I still think that we're pretty solid on them and we've got them figured out. Um I mean, I guess in our division, the big, the biggest threat to me, weirdly, I think, is Miami. Um, I'm more scared of Miami than I am Boston, and I'm more scared of Boston than I am the Jets. Really? Mm-hmm. So why are you scared of Miami? Because I think they've got the pieces there, and they just need to really figure it out, to be honest. I mean, they got hit with a lot of injuries this year. They got hit with a lot of that COVID sickness. There was a lot of times that we just didn't see them, but like they've had a pretty good streak coming. They've had some, they've had some good wins and I've seen some good stuff coming out of them. Um, and I've had to hear about it every week because my boss is a, is a Finns fan. So I feel like I may be a little bit more up to date on them as well. Well, so with the Finns for me, I think I, just like with any team, um, I feel like every team only goes as far as your quarterback will take you. And I just don't believe in Tua yet. Now, I, I think that um, he has intangibles. Mac Jones? Do I think Tua is better than Mac Jones? Mm-hmm. No, I think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is better than Tua. Okay. And that's even like now Tua is technically in his second year. I was to, if I had to pick between the two, I'm taking Mac Jones over over Tua. Okay. Um, and I don't know. It still could be the fact that Tua hasn't really, you know, he hasn't been healthy. You know, his first year he came in recovering from that hip injury, and then this season we thought we were going to see a, a extremely healthy version of him, and then he got a chance to go up against the Buffalo Bills, and they wrecked him in week two. Maybe so. Yeah. So, you know, I just I, I, for like three weeks, I think. Yeah. And, and I, you know, and, and there's there's folks in the comment. Joe agrees as far as um to it just not being or I, I hope that's what they're agreeing to. Um, My man, Steve says Tua is a hit away from retirement. I agree. I, I think he's fragile. Um, I think he's as much as I, as much as I would like to see him succeed. I don't want to wish injury on anybody and I don't want to wish anybody to be out the league. But mm-hmm. that quarterback situation there now. I know there was all that talk about Deshaun Watson and now there's some talk with like the way things are going out in Seattle. They're talking about maybe Russell Wilson um, being New York or there. Um, now, if Russell Wilson is in Miami, I'm worried. I'm worried. Not because I think he's better than Josh at this point. I think jo- I'll take Josh over anybody in the league at this point. Yes. Even still any quarterback you want to have, I'm taking Josh over him, but you put Russell Wilson down there with, with Waddle, uh, with Parker, he, like those, Gusecki, um, he has some weapons down there that I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want him to face in my division twice with Russell Wilson throwing him that ball. So, but so I was looking for that video and I couldn't find it. So I'll just move on from it. I'm sure everybody has heard it, but the guy like with the rag on and he throwing all across the yard. Like, I, I, first of all, the way 
it's amazing. People always tell me I have an accent and I'm like, look, people from Buffalo, we're regular. Okay. We're normal. All of you have accents. <laughs> people in Boston for sure have accents and they're heavy. They're super heavy. I wish I could find this clip because it was the funniest thing. It was just the funniest thing, but, uh, but we can move on. Um, so tomorrow, uh, and then so for everybody listening to this in podcast form today, uh, we have the Atlanta Fal- Falcons coming into Buffalo. Um, are you nervous? How do you feel about this game? Because I feel like it's like the perfect trap game opportunity. Yeah, um, I, I'm nervous going into every game just because, you know, I always keep it in my mind that it's any given Sunday, right? Like we lost to the Jags, like we could lose to Atlanta, but I, I don't think that we will. But I'm not going to rule it out. Um, mm. But I do think, I know last week, I think I said that I thought that the Patriots game was going to be pretty close. And it, it was. Um, this one I don't think is going to be as close. One of us is going to blow out the other. And I'm thinking, I mean, I, I know it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Actually, I don't want to say I know. I don't want to jinx. I'm superstitious. I didn't say that. I take that back. Well, I'm a jinx. We can tap that ass. I'm going with we tapping that ass. I ain't even. I'm not even going. I'm not going to fake it. Real quick, because I know we're going to keep moving forward, and I don't want to like I want to acknowledge most of the questions when they come in. Brandon wants to know um, that Russ Wilson has weapons now. What makes Miami different? When I'm saying because I just mentioned that I was kind of that would make me nervous. The thing is, they do have weapons out there. They do have DK Metcalf, and they have Ty Lockett, and they have. The, the difference is when you're talking about Miami, um, Waddle is is a beast. Offense, they have the same t- caliber to me. Like, they have the same type of weapons. They have a very good defense down in Miami. I know because there's, there are division rivals, we don't like to give props sometimes. It's a more complete team in Miami than what's out there in Seattle. And I'm going to tell you what, I know he hasn't been coaching as long. I will 100% say that they have a better coach in Miami than they do in Seattle. Sue me, shoot me, whatever. I don't think Pete Carroll is a good coach. I think he needs to be out of the NFL sooner than later. That's just, that's my, or at least as a head coach. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and real quick, shout out to my man, Joe Miller. Joe um, just held me down because he, he, He's in the chat and he knows that I was looking for that thing. So real quick, I want to share this. I, I want to share this. Um, oh, yeah, he sent it to oh, me because he knows, you know, Joe be looking out. That's my man. Patriots need a new what? Are you go. serious with this? You think the Patriots need a new what? Listen, the Patriots, the, the, the rookie wall, there's no such thing as a rookie wall with this kid. He's got a rag arm. He couldn't throw in that windstorm. The other guy threw the ball all over the park, and then yesterday proved it. Receivers, no receivers. Skill players, no skill receivers. The kid playing quarterback ain't our future. The future of the NFL is over in Buffalo. That Damn right. guy, six foot four, two thirty, runs right by you, throws it ninety yards. And the other thing I want to say is, Belichick hasn't won butt kiss without Tom Brady. So to, to be overinflated on this Bill Belichick, great defense, let's run the ball. Yeah, Bill Parcells did that back in the 80s. So that, is that where we're going here with this team? Come on, it's over. AFC goes through Buffalo for 20 years, not us. It's over. Wow. Wow, Bobby, bringing the high heat. Yeah, the things we've been waiting oh, wow. for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> And I just love, and I know, like, we kind of already moved on from the Patriots, but when Joe sent me that clip, I had to play it because, like, I just, it's just like, I I hate the Patriots and their fans so much that every chance I get to to just 
mm, just rub it in. Dude, I, I got to do it. Like, remember ringback tones? I want to make that my ringback tone. Everybody <laughs> calls me. Just here's the rag arm. <laughs> I, would, I would just love, I think I'm going to make that like the intro to shows. Like I'm going to just start, <laughs> like every time we play the, the Patriots, I'm going to play this clip as the intro. It's, forget the music. Forget all of that. It's going to be, he got a rag on. The other kid threw it across the park. Like I love every bit of it. I love every bit of it. Stay classy, Boston. Stay classy. So, but, oh, and and one more thing about the Patriots. Uh, Shout out to my man, Pat Lane from uh, the Pat's Pulpit. Uh, It's like our sister station over there. Uh, They rep that represents SB Nation the same way Buffalo Rumblings does here in Buffalo. Uh, Pat and I had a bet that if the Bills won the game, he had to change his profile picture or vice versa. We won. He has a picture of Josh Allen with his cantaloupes hitting up there. So I appreciate him for being a man of his word. Appreciate that. So, I love but, what you chose for him. Oh, I had to. Like, like no, no. And you, I don't know if you paid attention to it. I actually uh, had my guy do some work on it, too. He has, like, yeah, the chop-up hat on. Uh-huh. <laughs> he yeah, has a chop-up hat and the um, stay positive, test negative shirt. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So now back to this game. Um, and actually, that's a good time. It's a good segue. We got a super chat in here from my man, Tim. He said, what are the threats to Buffalo tomorrow? Do you do you have any? Um, and I know we didn't prepare in this way, so I don't want to put you on a spot here. Do you have any kind of knowledge of the Atlanta Falcons or uh, kind of what you're worried about when it comes to who they are as a team? No, that's actually kind of like my research that I'm doing after I get off this. OK, OK. I, I so so for me, their, their highlights and stuff and see what we got for tomorrow. For me, the only concern, the area of concern that I have, because so. They have some weapons on offense, obviously. They have Cordero Patterson, who's having the best career of his or the best year of his career. Then you have um, uh, the rookie Kyle Pitts, who is on pace. Like he actually might break the receiving record for rookies uh, for tight ends, but he only has one touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they have a couple weapons there that 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 you can kind of be worried about. But to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, our defense is very good at at defending the pass. Cordell Patterson, I think if you if you kind of contain him, you stop him and don't let him be like the all around all Madden player that he's been at certain points of this year. I think we'll be fine and it'll be a blowout. It's not even going to be close Uh, defensively. I don't think that they can hang with our offense and I don't think that their offense can hang with our defense. I'm still on my Poyer for all pro. We riot. We still going to be out there counting bodies with my man Tremaine because last week against the Patriots, I was quiet all week because I wasn't feeling good. But I'm going to just tell y'all the disrespect has to stop with my man Tremaine. The disrespect has to stop with my man Tremaine. Y'all talking about he didn't have a good game. There's reasons. What, he, you don't get You don't get credit for like freeing up a guy to get a sack. But he did it. You don't get credit for, you know, being so long that the guy has to throw around you. So then it becomes an incomplete pass or in like just an inaccurate pass. But that's what Tremaine was doing. The disrespect has to stop. It has to stop. Sorry. Yeah. You, you know how I get. I go on my squirrel moments when it comes to Tremaine. Y'all got to Y'all got to relax. Y'all really, really got to relax. Where's the sign? Is it on you? Also, what is behind you right now? Is that a new graphic? There it is. We love you, Tremaine. And y'all already know how we do it over here. We going to hold Tremaine down because that's my dude. And I don't care. Y'all could look, I've been getting dragged about this all season. I'm going to keep getting dragged about it because I could care less. If y'all don't love Tremaine, I need y'all to, to figure this out. I'm, You know what? I'm going to take a second. I'm going to take a second. I'm about tired 
of when y'all decide that y'all don't like somebody. And yeah, I'm saying y'all, not the whole fan base, but there's a portion of the fan base. Y'all decide y'all don't like somebody and y'all want to be mean and run these guys out of town just like y'all did other guys. Y'all not doing it with Tremaine. Not on Jay Spencer King's watch. Nope. 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 No, I love you, Tremaine. I'm just saying. Just saying. Sorry. Okay, we got tricks. Tricks in the building. I'm good. Abusa. Abusa. Falcons defense is trash. It's always been trash. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, we got another super chat from JR. I don't get the Edmund take. Thank you, man. He's literally all over the field, and and we would have begged for his play the last 20 years. And that's the thing. When I and I ask this question on other uh shows that I go on or, or when I talk to other content creators, it's like, okay, if if you're gonna get rid of Tremaine Edmonds, tell me who you're gonna sign that will perform better. So who you going to draft or who you going to sign that's available that's better than Tremaine Edmonds right now? And it's crickets. It's complete crickets. And I'm tired of the disrespect. Tired of it. Buff Hub said I made him grab his fourth beer. Grab a fifth one for me, my dude. <laughs> grab one for me. <laughs> I just had to pour more wine, actually. So Yeah, go ahead. You, you, you take another, you get another glass of wine because it, it, I don't, I don't understand it though. for real. I mean, I joke about it and I know I, I, sometimes I come across comical with it, but it's, it's super frustrating because, you know, um, as a fan base, I feel like we've, we've gone so many years without having the team that we deserved as a fan base. And now I feel like for the last two plus years, really, but specifically the last two years, we have the teams that we deserve. We have, the top ranked defense this year and Tremaine Edmonds is the captain of that top ranked defense. And there's things that he does that we have expectations of him to do that just aren't fair. Like the reason why I get that he doesn't have like the, um, the Brian Erlacher boom explosion plays every single play. He doesn't have the, the Ray Lewis, uh, you know, it, it, first of all, the league don't even play like that no more. Like you can't even hit guys the way that Ray Lewis hitting guys like that all the time. But I just really don't understand. It's like, how, how often are we going to like run these guys away? Cause now I, I tell you what, I saw a good portion of the fan base who ran Stefan Gilmore away. And then towards the end of his time with the Patriots, when it seemed like he might be available, those same fans were on Twitter and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we want him back. Could you imagine him aside from the opposite side of Trey? Yeah. You know what? I could have imagined that, but guess what? It didn't happen because you ran him out of here. And so to be fair, okay. he, he, t- he ran his mouth a little bit. You know why he, he didn't, you know mouth. why he ran his mouth and didn't want to beat her because people didn't want him there. Cause he the, couldn't be like, in front of his family. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. If if I'm going to be giving my all and I'm going to be repping this town and I'm going to be doing all this stuff and then people dog me and then I still don't get on TV. No, I'm not going to want to beat her. You want to be the fan base needs to continue to be the fan base that like all the other like the good the good stories happen. So like when LaShawn McCoy came, he didn't want to come to Buffalo and then he fell in love with Buffalo because of the fan base. Why can't we just be this fan base for our guys when they play bad? I get it. Be critical. I talk about it all the time. Like I talk about guys when they don't play well, but come on. You, you can't, you can't like sit the way they talk about Dion. Come on. Come yeah, on. And I know, you know, I love Dion, man. I won't stand and, for that. And, but it's like, he's not even playing horribly. Tell no, like, no. really, I, I, there's, there's a few no, moments. No, he had like this- the, the triple man play last week. 
You, you get what I'm saying? So it's like you, but then because he, he has a holding penalty here or there or because of whatever, like then it's like all year people are dogging him like he's just not good. And it's like, wait a minute. This guy is like actually really good at his position and he does a lot for Josh. So again, I'm not about to sit back and, and not use my platform and my voice to speak up for guys. Dion deserves love, period, mm. period. People want to talk about star. He was going through something personal, so he didn't play last week. Guess what? I'm not going to sit here and, and, and be quiet while everybody's saying, get star off my team. On the Bill stat, on the Buffalo Bill stat, you have fans, fans of our team. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I'm sorry. This no. rant wasn't supposed to happen. This no. was not planned. <laughs> Trick said, Bills move Edmonds from outside linebacker to middle linebacker because he has the IQ to handle that position. He is the one calling the plays for the defense on the field. I don't even remember him being an outside linebacker. I, I feel like we we drafted him to play middle, and he's been playing middle. Um, I, and I know he took over those responsibilities from Lorenzo Alexander. And Lorenzo Alexander will be the first one to tell you that anybody who's looking at Tremaine Edmonds and saying that this guy isn't doing his job or this guy isn't a top linebacker in the league. No, he might not be Micah Parsons. That kid's different. Just like Josh Allen's different. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not easy to draft a Micah Parsons. It's not. But guess what? It's not easy to just draft a Josh. If everybody could do it, the whole league would be full of all of these guys. Tremaine Edmonds is somebody you want on your team. He has the intangibles. He has the physicality things that it, it, he has everything put together. He has the mental. And no, I'm not going to give the, the excuse. He's only 23. I don't care about his age. I want Tremaine Edmonds on my team. I want Matt Milano on my team. I want Levi Wallace on my team. Give my man Levi Wallace an extent. You know what? I'm, I'm, this is not the way this was, was supposed to go. Let me go back to the script here. You're very yelly tonight. I'm in my feelings. I'm in my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. I know. Something fun. Let's talk about something fun. Yeah. Wait, can we do one more rant really quick? Sure. I'm Just down for the rants. Steve Tasker. Steve Tasker not being nominated. Yep. Thank you. I am so angry. Angry. And don't get me wrong, everybody who did get nominated deserved to be there, but Steve did not deserve to not be there. I don't understand why that man literally defined special teams and changed the way that this game is played, and he still is not there, and I am pissed with a capital P. Capital P. I don't understand it, but I don't understand it for a couple of reasons. The, the, the biggest reason I don't understand it, I saw last week there was, there was an actual – number that was tweeted out that said that Steve yeah. Tasker broke the record for fan votes. So so fan votes must not matter. So so that's this is why I'm confused. It's not even so for me it's like okay, say he didn't say somebody made a comeback, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to make me believe that all 10 of or 15 of those finalists made comebacks over you're just not going to make me believe it. Like you can't be leading in 5 days and then absolutely be in the last place. So and then if we're going to if we're going to talk about um, I, I have all respect for Devin Hester. I have all respect for a lot of these guys. But when you're talking about special teams first, again, I'm going to go back to, to the fan perception. A lot of times the fan perception has to go with, well, Devin Hester was the best return man of all time. I'm not taking that away from him. Right. But when you're talking about best special teams player of all time then you then you gotta you, you know what i mean like you, mm-hmm. it's it's completely different than saying somebody was the best at their position steve tasker was the best on special teams like not not just gunner not just like he was the and it, and it's insane 
that we've gone all of these years and you have the guys who, you know, you got Jim Kelly, you got um, Bruce and Thurman and, and Andre, you know, you got the guys that that absolutely uh, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame there. But Steve Tasker is a big part of the reason why we made four Super Bowls in a row. He's a big part of that. And my man JR says it, and I agree 100%. Tasker yeah. made Hester possible. Mm-hmm. Without Steve Tasker, you wouldn't have a Devin Hester. You wouldn't have, hell, I'm even go as far as saying the, like, cause I used to love Deion Sanders in the return game. And I used to, like, there's a lot of guys that I can think back to. I'm like, oh man, I love him in special teams. That, that we got guys on our team now who wouldn't play the way they play without looking at Steve Tasker. Tyler, and I'm always butcher his name. I'm sorry, Tyler. Tyler Matikovich, Matikovich. That's it. There you go. <laughs> One of those three. He wouldn't be as much of a beast as he is mm-hmm. without the influence of Steve Tasker. You look at Saran Neal. You look at, and you know my guy, I always, I always, I always go hard for him. My man Jones, Taiwan Jones. These guys wouldn't be the guys they are because they wouldn't have film to study and watch from Steve Tasker. This guy is this guy is like all time great. And, and I, forget take take away the fact that he was a Buffalo Bill player. Take that away. Forget forget the team he played for. The dude was phenomenal. Phenomenal in every like in, in every way you can describe a special teams player. Steve Tasker did it. He did that shit. Now I don't want to hear it no more. And and I feel like I, and I can't confirm this, so I'm not going to say it with certainty. But I feel like now going forward, he can't be considered going forward for the Hall of Fame. I, like this was the last year or something I read. So I think it meant that he can't get into like the modern era. There's like a secondary, like second level that you can get in. Like a senior committee has to vote you in, but it's like way harder to get in that way. I got to read into it a little bit more, but that's what I I picked up on. Charles G in the comment says, is Matthew Slater a Hall of Famer? In my opinion, Matthew Slater is a Hall of Famer. However, it should be after the guy who, the originator. <laughs> to me, to me, Tasker is the originator. You, you, can't, you can't put the clones in, you know, before you, you, you just can't. I, I don't, what, what were we supposed to be talking about, Kristen? You got me. I don't know, I derailed it, and then I, I topped up my wine because it pissed me off. I pissed myself off. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So moving on to something fun, because because you're going to have me mad. Didn't, I'm going to take it out on all my. Let's shift the energy. Yeah, let's let's not let's not do that. Let's let's shift it. So uh, Cordell Patterson, we're, we're playing up against him. Like I said, he's having the best year of his career so far. Um, I hope he's six pounds heavier tomorrow. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Stefan Diggs sent him an amazing amount of uh, of wings mm-hmm. and um First, there's a th- couple things about that. I love that for one, um, because it shows that these guys can still be can still be friends and everything like that. But I feel like this is like early, a little bit early uh, recruiting. I'm not, I'm not sure if you see it that same way, but that's how I feel. How do you feel about this gesture that we saw from Stefan Diggs and, um, you know, between him and Cordell Patterson? I'm so glad that you said that. I am so glad that you said that because I felt the same thing. I, I watched this video and I was like, that's right, Cordell. Get used to our chicken wings. Except for what is that up with that man that's stabbing it with a fork? Like, well, you know, about this. But but here's the thing. They're not, they're not. Um, is he just doing COVID- it out of the container? I feel like he was just picking it out. There's a few of them. It's, it's COVID regulations. They got to figure. 
Because <laughs> I, I, you're not well, gonna, like, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> it looks weird. Get those men some tongs. Like, let's do it proper. I don't know. Well, yeah, because I don't want to diss them. Because I want him to come here next year, so I don't want to diss them. But hey, when you get here, you eat those with your hands, Devin. I mean, <laughs> Devin, good grief. You eat those with your hands, Cordero. You got to get, you got to get to them with your hands. Uh, but no, I'm gonna tell you, it's so I love, I love Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. I do too. I love Stefan Diggs, and I, I I think I I know Stevie Johnson. So Stevie Johnson is my all time favorite Buffalo Bills player uh, personally, and he had his ways of recruiting, and he had his ways of making the team fun and like cool. Like he was he was the dude that when he was here, like kind of made the team feel youthful. Stefan Diggs is a whole different level of that. He's a superstar, and I and I absolutely love what we have with Stefan Diggs. Um, what do you think? How how would you feel about this little recruitment? You you feel like next year Cordell Patterson could 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 be an improvement to the it. team? Yeah, I think he'd be a great addition. I love that. I I think that Stefan needs to keep working his magic. <laughs> like, let him do it. I feel like he need to work his magic on some of these defensive ends or something like that too. Like, um, mm-hmm. I I don't want Jerry to go anywhere. So me saying this isn't saying get rid of Jerry. But I feel like Jerry's career is obviously coming to a, to an end. I don't know if it's this year, or next year, or whatever, but you know, it, it's coming. We got to get some of these guys that, that these superstar guys. So I need Steph to, to kick that up in overtime. We got one more super chat from my man Triggs. Jay is all in his feelings tonight, bro. You want to hug? Listen, man, I do this for my squad, man. <laughs> I do this for my squad. I put on it. So just so you know, if you family of mine, when, when you're not around and somebody talking about you, I'm gonna hold you down the same way. So that's, that's how we do for family. That's how we do for family. So, but no, I'm looking forward to it. So look, this episode was, was fun. It wasn't meant to be like the, the full end. Joe did that an hour ago, uh, but I do kind of want some of your, your input and your insight on tomorrow. What do you, what do you think the game's going to go like? How, how do you think the scoring is going to be, you know? Mm, <clears throat> I don't think we're going to blow them out. Like, I don't think we're going to, we're going to throw a dub on that, but I, or, I mean, I think we're going to throw a big dub on it, but I don't think we're going to throw a, a goose egg on them. Um, I'm going to say that I think we're going to go like, 35-14 Bills. Um, and as always, I still am standing firm that I think Josh is going to run in a touchdown this week. Every week I say it, but every week I expect it to happen. So that's where I'm at for tomorrow. I'm going with a Poyer interception. That's where I'm going I'll get behind that. Yeah, I'm going with a Poyer interception. Yeah, I think uh, with the season ending down like this, I think they're gonna they're gonna really try hard to 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 make their point and, and to make their case for like, look. Y'all snubbed us for this all-star, this um, Pro Bowl. You can't do it for all pro. Like, you just can't do it. Um, Justin in the comments said, Dispense already give McKenzie his props. Listen, I give McKenzie props weekly. Um, I know sometimes it didn't sound like it. I'm sorry? I was just saying he's right. We didn't even talk about McKenzie today. We can we can do that. Let's talk about Lil Dirty. Because uh, I love Lil Dirty. And, I, again, I know a lot of times it comes across where it seems like I don't because uh, – we were talking about like with him on special teams, I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't happy with, with him with special teams, but, but no, in the offense, a hundred percent, I've been saying since the end of last season, there's no way you don't keep Isaiah McKenzie as a big part of the offense. He's a key to our special, not special teams. He's a key to our red zone success. He's a key to our fourth and short and third and short conversions. And you saw it against the best defense in the league last week. How do you feel about Isaiah McKenzie's performance? He had a great day. He was our best right receiver. He had an amazing day. I mean, he stepped up, especially when you consider that he got 
<clears throat> excuse me, they benched him. You know what I mean? They, they, he was out a couple games ago and not by, you know, not illness, not injury. He was just out. And so I think for him to come back and stand up and carry the team the way that he did last week, that was huge. That shows mm-hmm. like the type of teammate that he is. Not only, you know, the type of player that he is, but that's actually, that's a teammate, man. For somebody to not come out and, you know, to be able to brush the salt off and just go out there and do their job. He did a hell, and he talked a hell of a game. Well, he talked about it on his podcast, too. You know, he and uh, Ty Dunn have a, a show together and, and kind of just talked about, like, after being benched, how his mentality had to, like, basically, he had moments where he stepped away. He went in the bathroom and just kind of took his time and whatever. But then when he was out there, he tried to make it seem like nothing was different. He tried to just push through it. He tried to work through it. And it, it paid off. It wow. paid off. And the, the, the thing, again, this was another thing that I feel like... um I'm not understanding what Sean McDermott or or what Brian Dayball wasn't seeing from him for the rest of the year. Um, but look, I don't care. I don't care. Like you, you, you draft a guy for punt and kick returns and then you don't use him for most of the, I, I know that there was injury with Stevenson, but you don't use him for most of the season. But then the thing that, that he was absolutely dangerous with, and I'm talking about McKenzie again, last season, we have a whole season worth of film of how dangerous he was on the field on offense and we didn't use him in that capacity this year until this last game. And I, I, I I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I have no, no clue. Man. He was incredible. And to remember that that man wanted to just play for us for candy. We'll send you the whole Hershey factory, buddy. Keep well, hell, I hope he, <laughs> I hope he, uh, <laughs> I hope he wanted to do that next year. Cause, cause yeah. I tell you what he's, um, I, I love Cole Beasley. I love Emmanuel Sanders. And um, really, I love our team. I, I love our team in general, but we have to get younger at the wide receiver position at some point. Like, um, there's a there's a pretty good source that that um, you know is kind of going around that Emmanuel Sanders is pretty much going to retire whether we win a Super Bowl or not. Uh, so that that's a position we're going to have to replace. I'm not big on bringing John Brown back. He didn't he didn't stick on teams practice squads this year. Like he was on like three different practice squads. Not saying I don't love him and I don't appreciate what he did, but I don't want to bring him back. Um, Beasley, again, he's had he's had moments this year where he's come up big for us, but he's just not the same Beasley to me that I've seen from him the first couple of years that we had him. And but he's getting older, so it's not a it's not an indictment against him. It's not like oh he sucks, get him out of here. It's okay, Beasley's getting older. Let's draft or sign somebody to to sit with him for a year and learn from him so we can replace him but we have to get younger at receiver we, we just absolutely have to um gabriel davis he it seems like he's getting better as the season goes on like every single game he's doing something more and more amazing uh how do you feel about gabe i love gabe man i love him um i think he's going to be a big part of our team going forward i think we just need to feed him more honestly um <clears throat> and i think that's tough this season because we are so strong in that position, but I think I I would, and I hate to say it, this breaks my heart to even say it. I love Manny Sanders. I'm a Manny Sanders stan. I would like to see more Gabe. I would like to see more of him. Uh, I, I love everybody. So, mm-hmm. you know, my thing is um, I want to see the team. I want to see the team get back into the place where we're just on it. Like where everything is starting to, and that's how I feel like the last 10 quarters are. So like the second half from the Bucks game and then the last two games in full, I feel like the offense and the defense are just clicking all in all. We're clicking. And 
I just want to see it like that. So so when everybody is eating, everybody got their I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it all. But I, I absolutely need to see Lil Dirty be in that be on that offense. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Shout out to my girl, Dawn. She just joined. She said she's late. What did she miss? And everybody getting on me. Spence and his rants. <laughs> Rich said you miss Spence speaking truths. Look, I just I get on my feelings sometimes and I haven't I haven't come out and and, uh, and yelled at anybody in a, in a few weeks about Tremaine. I've been quiet about Tremaine. I've been more so on Jordan. But but even with that, like. I just I just got to get it off my chest sometimes. I got to get it off my chest. So in the comments, let me know what y'all think the score is going to be while me and Kristen kind of talk about our, our stat line for Josh. Uh, we'll get a couple score predictions from you guys, and then Kristen and I will get on out of here. I'll let her finish her wine, and I'm going to go and watch this heavyweight fight. I can't wait to see it. Got it. I got a nice one rolled up for it. I'm ready for it. So what, what I'm ready for it, Kristen. What, what do you uh what did you say? I think you gave me a, a score prediction earlier, or no, the stat line. What, what are we looking at for Josh? I think I said the score is 35-14 Bills. Um mm-hmm. one rush agrees with you. Huh? Hey, Tim agrees with you. Thank you, Tim. Found it. Um I think uh I'm gonna put Josh at 310 this week with a rushing touchdown himself. Okay. Why? Where are you at? Well, uh, so Wednesday on on Hump Day, I um I said I said it was going to be twenty seven to ten, and I think I'm going to stick with that. I, I think I think Atlanta is one of those teams that um we're going to get up on, and I think what's going to end up happening is we're going to be up and yeah, we're going to score when we get the opportunity. So it might be more than twenty seven, but I feel like they're going to just try to control the clock. I think they're going to try to get out of their healthy, not do. To, like as soon as they get up big and Atlanta's just out of it and they can't come back, then I think um, you know we're just going to try to control the clock and and get it done. So I don't think it's going to be the game that a lot of us will want to see, like the thirty eight or the forty threes and all that stuff. But but no, I think I think we're going to do it. And I think Josh, you know, I think he's going to have as told Joe on time to shine. Uh, no turnovers tomorrow. I, I feel like he's going to you know maybe two eighty five, two touchdowns through the air, one on the ground, no turnovers, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm with that. That's where I am. Love it. So we have some we have some good takes in the comments here. We uh got a lot of good scores in here, and they, for the most part, I, it, I'm all seeing uh, Bills victories. Uh, my man Renaissance or Renaissance man, uh, thirty three seventeen. Jason Taylor, same thing for the Bills, thirty four to twenty. Uh, Timothy, we got thirty one to ten. Bernard, we got thirty eight to ten. So so uh so we got him out there and yeah king kong is going down as soon as we get off of this king kongs go triggs with the super chat says the josh allen effect wide receivers are not the same when they leave and that is the truth uh, a lot of people um hyped you know everybody else and what to, listen even with kelvin benjamin being here like josh allen was giving those guys on that team their best career year when cole beasley came here he had spent his career playing with tony romo and dak prescott and guess who has the best connection with him josh allen the same guy that people at first were crapping on everybody was saying josh allen was so inaccurate he couldn't like the the way they were talking about our quarterback was ridiculous and guess what still best season with all of these guys stefan diggs come here best season with josh isaiah mckee well yeah best season with everybody though best season with josh so you know i'm over i'm over y'all talking about my quarterback you know i mean i love you josh and we gonna keep repping you I do want to say one thing because I did see, I think I saw Don ask if it was going to be snowing tomorrow. Um, it's snowing outside my window right now. So I'm in downtown Buffalo. It's snowing right now. I just looked at the weather. It's supposed to snow every hour um, until 4 p.m. tomorrow. 
So we are going to have a white Christmas Bills game. White New Year's Bills game? White Bills holiday. Okay. So, Dan, in the comments, I'm going to say this. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to – is it Van Cowenberg? Van Cowenberg. I feel like I'm reading your name right. Van, Van, Van Kuenberg. Just say yes or no to Van Kuenberg. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on my reading thing today. Uh, Renaissance man said Robert Foster had a nice second half of 2018. When he left, he was never heard from again. Of, again, Josh Allen got that man opportunities. And then he disappeared. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, look, we're going to get on out of here, though. We, you know, um, hey, I didn't get the chance to. We didn't do this on the show last year. Uh, so the, the year is starting. Dan said both are good. I want to know the right way, Dan. Come on, man. Uh, but got any resolutions for this year or anything well, that you're planning on? Ask that. <laughs> huh? I knew you were going to ask that. And I feel like I'm one of, one of the only people on the planet that doesn't make resolutions. So that I don't get my hopes up and disappoint myself. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to try and eat a little bit healthier. I'm going to try and get a little bit more active. Maybe try and take some more mental health days and log off of Twitter. <laughs> you know? Try and do all the, the good human things. But I really don't have anything significant for this year. Oh, let me build Belichick on that. Let me build Belichick <laughs> on that. If that. That's personal. I don't think you'd be interested anyways. Maybe I'll get back next to you. Get back to you. Uh, I love the fact that it was it was called up on the show, like like or not the show, but like in the presser, like twice. She 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 did right after the loss. He didn't want to answer it, and then she she ran it back and did it at another day. And he's just like, yeah, it's personal. You probably would. I lost it. (laughs) Funniest thing in the world. Why? What are you? Funniest thing. Uh, To be honest, mine. Um, I feel like mine are the same every year, though. Like I feel like. I always basically take a look at my life and I look at everything that I've done and I try to um, numerize it somehow. Like I try to put it in some type of spreadsheet or whatever. And then I try to increase it by 10%. So every year I just want to be better by 10%. So, and I know some things you can't make it into a number, but I I try to find ways to, to figure out, um, you know, but, but I tell you what, Buffalo rumblings as a network this year, um, or this last year, we reached 2.5 million downloads. And you were a part of that, uh, being a part of the Chop Up and um, Sturros. So so for me, um, my goal would be is to, to help Rumblers now at this point, you know, and, and I'll, I'll step up from the 10% there. Let's get to three. I don't even want to do the the 2.75, you know, like, no, let's let's get straight to three. Let's let's um try to crack three million this year. It's a great year. We got to also continue to grow the YouTube channel. So do me a favor, everybody watching live right now, please hit that like. Uh, we we got to help the, these algorithms. But but it's been a great year. And I, I want to thank you and and um, Ange and, and Sturros. They're not here tonight, but I know they're going to run this back. I want to thank everybody for, for helping us do this this year. It's been a great, phenomenal year. And hopefully the Buffalo Bills end this thing off with a Super Bowl and, and we can ride into the sunset the right way. Ready for that. <laughs> yeah so well let's get on out of here why don't you let everybody know where they can find you if you got anything coming up if if the babes i know the babes is out here fresh now with the hoodies and the, the fitteds and the snapbacks y'all just out here killing it so uh just go ahead and shout that out anything you got going on and then we'll get on out of here yeah so we uh we're we're getting ready to ramp up for a new month so we're gonna have some new announcements coming out about what we're gonna have going on for the month of january and who we're gonna be benefiting this month um, those will be dropping in the next couple of days. In the meantime, you can hit up 26 shirts for the gear every month that 
uh, every time that that's purchased, some of the uh, proceeds go to the charity of the month that we support. So um, buying gear is always great and really supports the community as well. Um, you can find me at, at Kimmick86 on Twitter, um, Kristen Kimmick on the rest of the socials, and you can find the Bills Mafia Babes at, at Bills Mafia Babes across all of the socials as well. Go Bills. All right. Go Bills. And that's that. That's that. First of all, if y'all not if y'all not in tune with what the Bills Mafia babes are doing, I need you to get plugged in. You know, first of all, if you're a lady, if you're a woman and you are not plugged into the babes, get plugged in. And then if you're if you're a guy, if you're if you're a fellow out here and you can't join, but you can support and and please use your platform to support and not hate. We love in all 2022. No hate. None. That's that's the resolution. We're going to love all 2022. We're going to yeah. love everybody. Yeah. Everybody love everybody. ELE. I don't know if everybody saw that movie with uh, Will Ferrell. What was that? Um, uh, it was like a basketball game where he owned a basketball team and whatever. I, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But look, y'all know how I do it. It's your boy, Jay Smith, the king. We're going to love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, y'all stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.